Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on the voice of your Edmonton Oilers and Eskimos. 6.30 Chad. All right, good to have you tuning in tonight. Six and a half minutes left in the first period. Winnipeg leading St. Louis 1-0. That series is tied at 2 Third period, about six minutes in, Hurricanes up 2-1 on the Capitals as they try to even that series of two. Golden Knights and Sharks will start in about an hour. Oilers 2018 first-round pick defenseman Evan Bouchard will join the Bakersfield Condors for Game 1 of their playoff series tomorrow against the Colorado Eagles as the Jets get another one to go up 2-0 with 6.25 left in the first. So 2-0, the Jets leading the Blues. And the Blue Jays played earlier today. They beat the Twins 7-4. Remember our code word to win four loge table seats and an autographed Matthew Robertson jersey. This is uh, to attend Game 4 of the Oil Kings series against PA on Wednesday. The code word to enter on the contest page of 630Ched.com is fear the roar. Fear the the roar. You get the loge table seats for game four of the Oil Kings and Raiders. East final in the WHL on Wednesday. The series starts tomorrow in Prince Albert. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. My name is Reed Wilkins. You can text 630-630. Our phone number is 780-496-0063. Well, earlier this week, the uh, finalists were announced for the Canada West Athlete of the Year Awards on the uh, female side. You had Alex Posnikoff, who we've had on the show several times, star player for the Pandas hockey team. She is one of the three finalists for the women. And for the men, we also have a U of A finalist, Austin Cole, outstanding sprinter for the U of A Golden Bears. He's in the final three, and he joins us now. Austin, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Doing very well. Austin, do we have you checking in from Baton Rouge, Louisiana tonight? Yes, I am uh, down here for a training camp and a competition. And then I'm going to be heading over to Penn Relays later on and compete there. So, yeah, All right. in uh, Baton Rouge. Well, thanks for fitting us in. So uh, what's the competition that's happening there? Uh, it's, a, it's just an LSU uh, Golden Invitational. Uh, just NCAA meet, trying to get another uh, fast time down before we head into World Relays later on. <laughs> and uh, so, so you're competing in relays there? Yeah, I'll be doing a, a 400, and I'll be running a 4x4 as well. Okay, excellent stuff. Well, I know you've you've had a, a, a great couple of seasons here, and we've been thinking about getting you on. So when I saw you were finalist, that, that was pretty cool. I, I want to go back a little bit. Now, were, did you not get into, into track and field kind of a little later than a lot of people? Were, weren't you a, a hockey player primarily for a while? Yeah, so I played hockey all the way up until uh, last year midget. Uh, I'd always do track after hockey, like through school. I wouldn't really train for it that much. And then my coach uh, 
Rob, coach now, Rob Fisher, he saw me in grade 12 when I made, or grade 11 when I made provincials, rather, and then told me that I would have uh, some potential on track if I'm willing to put the work in. And so the next year in grade 12, I uh, tried out for mid triple A. I didn't make it. And so I played midget double, and I started training for uh, track at the same time. And then ever since, I haven't really looked back. Uh, it's been a pretty smooth ride. <laughs> yeah, so I, I didn't start training for track full-time until grade 12. Well, that's amazing. So now you're in your third-year university. So there must be there's got to be some natural ability here were you always just kind of naturally fast and then you augmented that once you trained and focused on it yeah so i i ended up finishing sixth in grade 11 at high school provincials without any training so i was uh had some natural ability there but i also had to work a lot uh, really hard to get to where i was today so there was a little bit of natural speed yeah and so that was in the 100 meters in grade 12 you were sixth that was in the 200 meters. That was two- I was a, more of a 200 meter sprinter, yeah. Okay, so what what events? Uh, I know you said you're doing a relay and a 400. What do you what do you focus in now, or do you do a lot of stuff? Um, me, my coach always tells me I'm a 200 meter runner that runs the four, uh, but uh, basically, basically the 400 meter has more opportunities for me, uh, so I'm going to be more focused on the 400 uh, coming up for the, this year and the following year. Okay. And when you do yeah. indoor track, because I know you won at the Canada West Championships, you won, a, they have a 300 meter race. I, 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 I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't even know that until oh, okay. I read that you won it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a little different indoors. It's a 200 meter track indoors. So uh, we run a 60 meter and a 300 meter um, for, for you sports. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a little different. The 300 meter is a complete different race than the 400 meter. People might say it's the same, but like it does not feel the same. 400 meters way way harder. <laughs> right. Okay. So, yeah. all right. So, what what are some uh, what are some long term goals for you here? I mean, obviously, you're one of the, the you're one of the top guys in the country. Do you have Olympic aspirations? What's what's coming down the road uh, here? Yeah, of course. Uh, that's always been a goal. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to be an Olympic athlete. Um, but then more realistic goals in the next month and then and timeline goals would be here is to uh, qualify for the Pan American Games coming up here in 2019, which will be in Peru, Lima, and for the World World Championships uh, that's in Doha this year during in October, uh, and then from there just uh, take some time off and get back to training after that. Yeah. And, I, and, and this is all ideally you're running the 400 here. Yeah, this is in the 400. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what what do you like? Uh, what what's your real drive here? Like, what's the the passion about the sport that just really keeps you going and putting all the work in? Honestly, uh, it just it's a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun doing it, and uh, I've always wanted to be a professional athlete or something with sport. And track has given me that ability to do that, and um, I've always—it's just yeah—it's it's always a uh, always a good time to finish, like, go on the uh, go out on the track and race and compete and give it your all. Uh, I'm, it's really cool being surrounded by all these other professional athletes and 
Uh, the other day, I got to race, uh, and last week, or two weeks ago, I got to race Christian Coleman, which is uh, the world record holder in the 60 meter uh, in a 4 by 4 And uh, that kind of experience is unreal. Um, I, you couldn't ask for that on a, on a daily job. So I, I would, this, is, this is what my dream is, and I'm going to try and give it, give it my all. So, yeah, that's really what inspires me to keep me going. So this this event you're at here in Baton Rouge at LSU, you had to be invited to this because you're like as one of the top Canadians. Is that how you got noticed? Um, there is a no. You don't have to get invited for it. There is a qualification standard, however. Okay. And then you have to run a certain certain time to get into into the meets. Uh, that, yeah, that was all that there was. It was just a qualification standard. Yeah. Okay. And what are you studying now, in school? Was that uh, I'm studying uh, kinesiology. Uh, sport and rec in uh, Bachelor of Kinesiology uh, and the Kinesiology uh, was it uh, faculty I guess yeah okay so when do you run next here if we want to keep an eye on you so I'll be running on Saturday uh, in the 400 and the 4x4 and then uh, next weekend in Philadelphia at Penn Relays I'll be running at a 4x4 with uh, Team Canada and then I'll be coming home for four days, and then after that, off to Japan and running in the World Relays uh, for representing Canada at, at the mixed 4x4 relays in Yokohama. Geez, you're a busy guy, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's a busy month for me. <laughs> is, this busy the, month. is this kind of the, the, the peak of it, or what, like in terms of intensity of competition? Uh, no, no, not, no. The, the peak of it would be... Um, Obviously, we nationals, and then Pan Am, and then Worlds. Those are like the top, top three uh, races of the year. I, I'd say, uh, personally, uh, the, this is this is just uh, World Relays. World Relays is like a qualification to get your relay team to Worlds. That's basically how it works. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, well, Austin. Yeah. It, I mean, congratulations on being a, a finalist for for Canada West Athlete of the Year. Well, I didn't even ask how that feels, or do you not worry about awards like that? Oh, uh, it feels pretty cool. I honestly didn't even know about it until my dad told me today. <laughs> I had no idea, and so yeah, I went and read the story. It was pretty pretty cool experience to be uh, the top uh, nominated top three of all the Canada West athletes, especially for an individual event. Uh, it's really cool really good for the sport it's uh recognized like that well austin we'll uh we'll have to bring you in studio and do a longer interview with you w- when you have time because i i think you're on the yeah. way to some great here things so so keep working hard and enjoy this uh little swing through the states here buddy thanks for checking in tonight awesome yeah thank you very much for having me on that is Austin Cole. So he told you a little bit about his sprinting career. He's doing great stuff representing the U of A and Canada, and he is one of the three finalists for Canada West Male Athlete of the Year. And, yeah, emphasize not track and field athlete of the year, male athlete of the year, all sports. So he's in the final three, and Alex Poznikoff from the Pandas hockey team in the final three for female athlete of the year. Good stuff there. Still 2-0, Jets leading the Blues. The first period just ended. This is Inside Sports on 630 Jet. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad.
Good to have you tuning in tonight. Take it into your long weekend. We will have a best of edition of Inside Sports tomorrow, and I think another one on Monday as well. My name is Reed Wilkins. Really appreciate you tuning in tonight, man. A lot to talk about this evening. Uh, we just had Austin Cole on the show, the sprinter from the U of A Golden Bears track team. We had Dave Hackshaw on the show, 14 years in the CFL as an official. He's going to the NFL. We had Eddie Steele, who is uh, ready to retire after nine years in the CFL, including winning a great cup with the Eskimos in 2015. You heard from Kelly Rudy. And we are going to talk to a player from a team ready to go compete for yet another national championship from the St. Albert slash Midget AAA team. It is Taylor Anchor. Taylor, thanks for checking in tonight. You're on with Reed. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks a lot for making time for me tonight. Man, this is pretty exciting. The St. Albert slash off to nationals yet again. Now, are you going for your third in a row, Taylor? Uh, yeah, it's my third year going now, yeah. Okay, and you won the last two, right? Yeah, we did. So here's the here's the sixty four million dollar question, Taylor. Why are the St. Albert Slash so good? Um, I think it's just the amount of depth that we have. Like, I think it gives us an extra advantage over some of the other teams, and our team dynamic is extremely strong. So I think that's really important, especially in the female game. So I think that's why we've been so successful in the last couple of years here. All right. And, uh, I mean, just to go after your third consecutive national title, is this, I mean, to win two in a row and now have a chance at three, I mean, it's it's got to be a bit of a dream come true here. How do you describe the, the feeling of making it to nationals yet again? Yeah, for sure. Um, just experience in general is really awesome, like getting to perform on the national stage and represent, like, the Pacific region and obviously our hometown. Um yeah, I think I'm just proud of how far we've come and how hard we've worked in the last couple of years to get where we are. So, kind all right, of an unexplainable feeling. Uh, you beat the Greater Vancouver Comets to get to uh, get to nationals. What was that series like? Um, I think we came out really strong. Um, they were a good team, obviously, and they came in not losing a game all year. So, I think just starting strong and kind of putting kind of putting them on our heels and sticking to our own game was kind of what made us so successful in winning those two games. Okay. All right. Taylor, tell me a bit about yourself here. What position do you play? Uh, defense. All right. And uh, how long have you been playing? I think it's my seventh or eighth year. And what got you into hockey? Uh, my brother and my dad. Uh, how so? Yeah. There's got to be a story there. Uh, well, I used to play ringette, so I played ringette for a couple of years, and then I'd come home. My brother would strap the pads for me and start shooting at me, so we'd be out playing street hockey almost every night, so I kind of had to make the switch. Okay, okay. and you and you prefer hockey to ringette? Yeah, for sure. How come? Um, I think we just... Uh, I think I had more passion for it when I switched over, and... Like playing both, I had I think I had a little bit more fun coming to hockey every day, and I like I knew there's like greater opportunities for hockey than there is at Ringette at this time, so I thought it was kind of the best fit for me. Do you have plans to play anywhere next year? What's happening? Uh, yeah, I'm going to the U of A Pandas to play. Oh, okay, awesome. Well, there must be a few players off your team going to the Pandas because I interviewed a teammate a few weeks ago that's going to the Pandas. Yep, there's four of us on our team. Oh wow! Okay, good, yeah. uh, good stuff. Um, 
so tell me a little bit. So you're going to the ESO Cup. It's in Sudbury, and mm-hmm. you play your first game Sunday against Quebec. And this tournament is not easy. I mean, it's top competition. And do you not have to play every day for a week to win? Yeah, like every game is super important. Um, kind of like a, it's a grind and trying to be mentally and physically strong. So, um, yeah, I think we've been stressing that all year that every game at SO is going to be extremely important in us being able to make it to the final. All right. Well, yeah, I was looking at the schedule, and it's pretty grueling. You play a round robin, and then there's semifinals and a final. So you play from Sunday to Saturday. So that's pretty yep. incredible. You guys have been there before. How much do you think that'll help? Um, like, experience-wise, I think it also gives us an advantage. Um, I know there's a couple other teams that have been there, but um, us obviously being able to go to the finals both those years, I think we know how hard we had to work and how we had to stick to our game and just keep it simple so we're not getting so tired over the week. Okay. Well, Taylor, all the best. Thanks a lot for letting us know a little bit about you and, and how your team is doing. The pretty incredible season for the St. Albert Slash. So uh, I, I hope to talk to you guys when you're champions, national champions, yeah. when you get back. Sound fair? Yeah, thanks for having me. That is Taylor Anchor checking in from the St. Albert Slash. So I believe they're leaving tomorrow and they start Sunday afternoon, 1.30 Mountain Time in Sudbury against Quebec. And they just beat the Greater Vancouver Comets to win the Pacific region. Excellent stuff for them. All right, we'll keep you updated on the NHL scoreboard. Oh, my goodness. Evan Dom is going to slide in studio from the Canada West Conference. Last time he was in, we started talking about parades. He was in during... Do we call it K-Days now, Kellen? Is that still the name? That's still the name, yeah. All right. Well, so who knows what we'll talk about tonight. It'll uh, be a good way to take you into the long weekend. Back after the news. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your home for breaking news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Well, really appreciate you tuning in this evening. 2-1 Hurricanes have beaten the Capitals, so that series is tied 2-2. And the second period about to get underway in Winnipeg. The Jets up 2-0 on the Blues. Lowry and Hayes, the goal scorers. In half an hour, it's the Golden Knights going into San Jose. Knights have a 3-1 series lead in that one. Blue Jays beat the Twins 7-4. The Lady Bing finalists in the NHL, Monaghan, Barkoff, and O'Reilly. And the Oilers are assigning... Evan Bouchard, their first-round pick from last year to Bakersfield. He'll join the Condors for the AHL playoffs, which start tomorrow. Bakersfield taking on the Colorado Eagles. Bouchard, 19 years of age. He was leading the OHL playoffs in scoring after two rounds 
21 points, 4 goals, 17 assists in 11 games, but his London Knights were eliminated in Game 7 on Tuesday, a loss to the Guelph Storm. That's your update there. All right, Evan Dom from Canada West Conference is in studio. Evan, great to see you again, buddy. How's it going? It's going well, Reed. An absolute pleasure to be on the show, as always. Has your golf season started yet? It has officially started, yeah. Devon is my home course down there, and uh, opening day was today, I think, at 10 a.m., so I was out there this afternoon enjoying the it was a nice day and just enjoying being back on the course well you're you're a very good golfer you're probably the best golfer i know well you well, must you're have the best a golfer circle. i golf with let me put it that way yeah because i mean you've met some golfers who are far better than me uh well, and you know of tiger woods i know yes the best of i know time. of him i don't know him personally uh, uh rob brown's a really good golfer though i've never played with him Oh, how have he, you never played with Rob Brown? That's a good point. All the time. Yeah, I guess you must hate each other in real life. <laughs> You're right, great so on the radio, but you hate each other in the office. We don't want to see each other in the summer. That's well, he fair. often summers uh, in BC most of the time, but I think he's going to be around more. We'll have to play together. I believe last summer, I think Rob had an under par round. Good for so him. He's pretty good. I've never you, gone under you par. Have, you have had, what, three overs your best round? Uh, I've shot two over is my best. And that was that at Devon? Uh, no, that was, where was that? I can't even remember. Because our last was. round together last year, you had I a shot a couple 74, I think. Yeah, last, 70. last season my best was 73. It's par 70 down there. I've, yes. shot, I've shot two over at a 72. Um, I actually think it was the old course, the Lynx course at, uh, the old course at Wolf Creek. Oh, I shot cool. 74 at Wolf Creek once. That's a tough course, is it not? It uh, wasn't that particular day, but I... You were all over it. Yeah, no, it No, was, you should have said, like, oh, yeah, it's the hardest howling, course. Oh, driving yeah, rain, and I shot 74. Yeah, it was just there were like no greens. Andrews. You just had to putt on yeah. grass. No, it was... Well, uh, greens are grass, but... Most times. <laughs> there are there are some sand well, greens, though, Well, speaking there. of that, the... Let's have a sand green invitation. The, the Pembina Valley Golf Club, which is two miles from where I, I grew up north of Evansburg, this was a long, long time ago, had sand greens when we first moved to Evansburg. This was the early 1980s. So you'd hit onto the green and then you'd, you know, you'd get to smooth out yeah. the path so you could you could putt on it. And then when my dad and I had memberships there when I was in high school, they had changed the greens to this some sort of... Like an AstroTurf? It was like some sort of indoor-outdoor carpet almost. Yeah, and I've you played could, on a course like that. And you could not... You had to play sneak attack. Like if you had 120 yards, you can't to the actually green, try and hit it onto the no, green. No, like if you had 120 yards in, you're trying to hit a 110 yard shot that bounces up or stops just off, and then you could pitch it on. It's like trying to hit it onto a billiards table. Oh yeah, if you actually hit the green, it would bounce. Yeah, you'd be it'd bounce way over. I've played uh, the Bredenbury course in Saskatchewan, which is a little podunk town of I don't know how many, and they had artificial greens that were about the size of the uh, table here in the studio. So, and this is not a large table, everybody. The, the, the table here is like the size of two kitchen tables. Yeah, exactly. So they made it hard. Yeah. You two dining room tables, pardon me. Mm. If you are affluent enough to have a dining room. Oh, I have a dining room. Oh, wow. Well, it's attached to my kitchen. Uh, and I, so the, but the course by Evansburg, I have not played it in, I should, we should go out there this summer. We should. It's nine holes. It's a mile north You should do a show from there. I want to do a show from Evansburg. I, they let me do a show from Lacombe. I don't know why they won't let me do a show from Evansburg. Well, Evansburg is a way better place than Lacombe. Oh, nice going, Evan. Thanks. <laughs> that was Evan the saying La- that. The Lacombe crowd is just outraged. Yeah, all, all the Lacombe generals. The dials have mad. turned off. They're going to attack us with the Allen Cup. Uh, but so the at the Pembina Valley Golf Club, north of Evansburg, now has actual greens. Well, that's disappointing. But 
I, I believe Kit Scotty still has. Yes. And I, and I lived I lived in Lloydminster seven years, and I never go. For sure, they Kit do. Scottie. Every time you drive past yeah, on the way to Lloyd. The yeah. You know what's a nice course out that way towards Lloyd is Manville. Have you ever played? Manville? I haven't played in Manville. Wow, that is Put a that on the list. course. Okay, it's nine holes. I think I think they were talking about expanding to eighteen, but they never did. So it's it, uh, which direction would it be? I think it's yeah, it's north of Manville, probably a couple of miles. Somebody listening in that area will tell me. And it's the Vermilion River runs through the course. Nice. And it actually goes down into a valley. So when you get out of your car by the clubhouse, you can see pretty much the entire course Ooh. down below you. I think the first hole is up top, and then you kind of go down and wind your way through. It is absolutely beautiful. Okay, I'll absolutely put it on the beautiful. list. And the water hazard on holes where there's a water hazard is the river. I mean, the river is That's literally awesome. winding through the course. Manville is a great course. There's my recommend for anybody in the city. Now, it's nine, so either I guess you could play twice if you want it, but it's it's very beautiful. I'll put it on the list, and I'll, I'll play it with either you or my wife or, or together. I mean, we yeah. could ha- that would be a great day. That would be your dream That's golf outing. Absolutely. Your wife and, and, and my five-week-old. Five that five could be old. our foursome. Well, I was pretty Wouldn't excited. And by the way, congratulations on Thank adding you. young Theo to the family. Yeah, he's part of a listening party back at my home. I hope so. Uh, probably the first time he's and last time he's going to listen to Inside Sports. Wow. But if, I was, he, if he's smart enough. We'll I was see. really excited with Theo was born because I was like, finally, a future caddy for old Wilkie. That's right. Yeah, like, we'll get I'm him on 60, the bag soon He'll be 15, and he'll be ready to caddy for me. I hope he's ready before then. If he's not, he's a pretty soft kid. <laughs> but I'm going to have that. That'll be my goal, to have the youngest caddy in Alberta. Yeah, he, we, we'll get him on the bag at six. Months or years? Whew, we could try. Try months. That we'll might try. be tough. We'll keep trying till he's confident right. enough to consistently We'll do take it. him down every single week, starting next week, and as soon as he's ready to carry your bag, he'll be a man. Bob from Red Deer says, Hey, Reed, I played the Pemina course lots as a kid. I remember both those greens and the big iron honor can you dropped your money in. That's right. Uh, my grandfather homesteaded the land it is on. Bob, thank you for that. That is cool. That and is yeah, cool. They, did, they did have the... If there was nobody in the clubhouse, they had the yeah. iron bucket or whatever it's called. You slide your money in there on our system. Uh, I do not know where this course is to this person texting, so you might have to help me out. Evan, you might know. You have a golf blog, obviously. Ross Haven has sand greens. Ross Haven. I don't know where that is. Texter, if you can fill us in, we apologize for not knowing where that is. Yeah, and send us uh, the Yelp reviews so we can see how good it is. And Ken says, uh, hey, I shot 74 at Wolf Creek, too, but it only took nine holes to do it. Ken's humor spot on tonight. <laughs> yeah, love love the golf humor. And you know what? There are good days and there are bad days. And sometimes you get to 74 a lot sooner than you'd like. Yes. All right. So you are doing the Wild Rose Golf Blog again this summer? Yes, time permitting uh, with the newborn and the allowance of time to waste on a golf course from my wife so yeah no we're gonna i'm gonna try and do it again this your wife listening right now i would hope so if she's not i'm disappointed because she said she was going to and you know you you want to keep your promises when you make them but Um, she's obviously not gonna say well we had a child so you can never golf ever for the i'm sure that's been uttered by some but not by her (laughs) she knows she's been good she's very fair yeah the goal is to try and play some different courses over the course of the summer um i think i got out to how many different reviews did I do last year? About, I don't know, 16, 16 to 20 yeah. different courses I played last year around the province. So I'm hoping to play, um, you know, in the same neighborhood. 
um, get down to southern Alberta hopefully and play some courses down there and then obviously some around the Edmonton area I'm there's there's some lots of courses that I play multiple times but like to pl- play different ones okay well one course we want to go to and we almost went last year but we didn't we weren't smart enough to think about it earlier in the summer Typical. We ran out of time so we want to go early this year anyway I've had the uh, one of the, the manager of this course on the show is Pine Ridge by Seba Beach because they and again I played that a few times when I was in high school it was a nine hole course they have expanded to 12 and that's it they're you know what? That is easy. like the ideal number for the average, the casual golfer. Because I can tell you the times that, that my wife and I have gone out golfing, we get to the 13th hole and she couldn't get to the vehicle fast enough if she could. But I drag her to play 18. I mean, th- that's the way the game should be played. But um, for, for people who just want to go out for a casual afternoon, 12 holes is perfect. I mean, that's uh, sometimes that's how many I want to play because that's when I get to 74 too. So... Um, no, that, that's smart. I think that's perfect. Uh, you know, particularly in that area where you're getting a lot of weekend people and uh, summer cottage type people. I don't know. You know, for, for a lot of people, four hours of attention span is too much. And it's, it's kind of the nice medium. So makes sense. All right. Ross Haven. Uh, it is by Gun. That's a text from Luke. Oh, okay. Does that sound right? Yeah, yeah. I know where Gun is. And uh, right, right on Lac St. Anne. Though, and I just quickly Googled it, but it says permanently closed. Is that, did it shut down? We should open it up. We'll have to go re- Let's <laughs> fire it, it back up. All right. So. We'll put AstroTurf in there, though. Okay, yeah. So it's just west of Onaway then. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, there we go. A couple of years ago, Reed, we're, I'm digressing a bit, but a couple of years ago, the New York Times did this story about the, uh, I think it was in Kentucky, the Kentucky Sand Green uh, Tournament. They had like a high school tournament where they had all the best sand green players from around the state play in this, uh, this tournament, and they did this long feature on uh, sand golf, essentially. And it was fascinating because... I mean, not a lot of people play on sand, but there was actually structured competition um, specifically for kids from communities with sand green golf courses. Really? Which is just bizarre. Like, grow some grass. Like, I mean, Kentucky is is easy to grow grass. Well, they have bluegrass. Exactly. They named this grass after the state and a color. And how do you not have... uh, Anyways, it's interesting. Evan Dom in studio. Uh, now we got people requesting us to come to their golf courses. Well, we'll come. <laughs> Absolutely. Black Bull. Black Bull, I uh, went out there three times last year. Gilwood in Slave Lake. Somebody just texted in, come to Gilwood in Slave Lake. Like, what if we just drove out there after the show? Yeah, I mean, if you, if you have a cart ready for us to go, we'll, I mean, we'll walk, We'll play actually. at night. We'll walk. Yeah. We'll play at night. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm not adverse to, to people inviting us to play their cor- golf courses. Well, Black Bull. Yeah, Black Bull, very hard course. Yeah. Over 7,000 from the tips. Tight. Which I would not play. No, I didn't play the tips last year. I think, I don't know, what the blacks or the tips. It was the blues that I played. It's it's a hard golf course. Greens are usually in great shape, quick, mm-hmm. lots of undulation. Um, it, it opens up a little bit on, in stretches, um, but it, it tightens up quickly again back into the trees. Really tough course. Did you review that one last year? Yeah, I did. I thought yeah. you did. Yeah, it's on there. It was smoky the day I played there. That was oh, when the right. forest fires were going around. So Is that a relatively new one, too? 
No, Black Bull's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, Evan Dom is in studio. If you'd like to invite us to your golf course or you have sand green recommendations, yeah. you can text 63630. We're back after the break. Hi, this is Ryan Eugene Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Evan Dom in studio with Canada West Conference. We will talk about U Sports in a second, but he also does the Wild Rose Golf Blog, so we've been touching a lot about golf in Edmonton and area. Uh, this texter simply says, any love for the Hinton course? I do like the Hinton course. And you know what? It's an underrated course. And if you're going out to Jasper for the weekend, and let's say you're playing JPL, which I have never played and I'm going to play this year. Well, we should go out there. We should. Absolutely. 100%. But if you're going out to Jasper and you need a second course to play, play Hinton. It's, it's a nice course. There's some unique holes. You get some mountain views. Uh, lots of trees. There's a couple of holes where they have some drainage issues and the, the fairway is a little bit herky-jerky and a little bit soft at times. Mm-hmm. But it's a nice course. I like the layout and they have a great two-man tournament, the Enchanted Forest Tournament. I don't know the date this year, but it is well worth the while. And uh, shout out to uh, my second favorite brother-in-law, Michael, who is a, a former Hintonian and uh, shows lots of, ho- showed lots of hospitality when we went to the Hinton Golf Course. We have confirmation on the text line that Ross Haven has been shut down. Uh, Swan Hills has a nice nine-hole course that used to have carpet greens. I still have a hard time on any course not laying up to the greed. That's another text. That's good. Yeah, like... Yeah, if you get if I, you train on that, basically. Yeah, like that was my mentality. It's like, well, you got to hit just short of the green and hope it just rolls on. Yeah, then no, absolutely. With real it's greens. the only hope on that. And now I'm just pin hunting all the time. Absolutely. So six six me. inches all the time. They call so you. That's why they call me Reed Six Inch Pin Hunter <laughs> Wilkins. That's to say. That's... That's a, that's, that's you could have some bad Nick, nicknames Nick with that. Nick be proud of, everybody. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, this texture simply says, uh, JPL is my favorite. JPL is, uh, by all accounts, the best course in in well, Alberta. And top, I mean, it's top in three in, in the country. I yeah. did play Banff probably. I've played Banff Springs. 13, 14 years ago. I enjoyed it, but and by I all accounts, JPL is better. I played it several times on the Lynx video game. Ooh. Now, here's something I should ask our texters. Hmm. Favorite course on the Lynx 98 video game with Arnold Palmer <laughs> as the cover athlete. Arnold Palmer. He was. He yeah, was I believe that. Athlete. Yeah. Because they had his course, was it Bay Hill? Yeah. His home course? Yeah. As was one of the ones on there. So, uh, anyway, Banff was cool. It yeah. was cool. And there were, uh, I think it was, there was a par three, might have been 10 or 11, and there were geese camped out on one corner of the green, yeah. and they were not moving. They're the yeah. worst. Yeah, they were. They're not nice animals. No, they're not. Why do we? Why do we call them Canada geese? We should call them American geese. They're we so should. Rude. We should call them lots of bad names. All right. I was going to say something, but I was going to. It was going to charge this. It's going to no, be politically no, charged. Let's, let's so. not politically charge anything. We had enough of that this week and well, the last few months. All right. So you obviously work for Canada West Conference. We we had Austin Cole on the show. He was good. Yeah, he was good. I mean, interesting story. Yeah, I th- by all accounts, he's on a trajectory for the Olympics based on his, his numbers and the way his career is trending. So, you know, lots of good stories in terms of outside 
necessarily some of the team sports. Some of the individual athletes in, in Canada West, you know, Cole is one of them. Marcus Thormeyer from UBC, who was another finalist for Canada West Athlete of the Year. He's already been an Olympian. He was in Rio. But there are some phenomenal athletes who are competing in those individual sports across the conference and across the country, quite frankly. What's going on, Canada West is starting a Hall of Fame? We're starting a Hall of Fame. You could be in it, Reed. You could be in the media wing. Oh, thanks, buddy. Uh, yes, so we're starting the Hall of Fame. It's a digital Hall of Fame, so we'll induct uh, 100 people here over the course of the, this 1920 season. And uh, part of the reason we're doing that is it coincides with the 100th anniversary of University Sport in Western Canada. So that was a big uh, reason for us firing up the Hall of Fame. And uh, so I just like uh, I like honoring the history of our conference and uh, we're going to be doing that all Well, year. I think youth sports should do more of that. I mean, we've had numerous discussions about the difficulty or reluctance university sports has promoting itself. Well, like, I mean... Times. So this is a good way to say, like, oh, hey, don't forget about this guy, and you can, obviously, if it's a digital, if it's yeah. an online Hall of Fame, you update his bio or you, you write updated stories on, on athletes. I think it's a great idea. We were going to put the Hall of Fame in Lloydminster, but then BC and Manitoba complained that it was only in two provinces and we couldn't find a spot where all four intersected, so we decided to do digital. Right. <laughs> Is that true? No, but that sounds like a conversation that, we could have around like the table. That sounds like a conversation that could happen in university <laughs> sports. And I know you're not going to say anything on that since you work for the conference, but you're privy to some of my frustrations. By the way, I see the good old BLG awards are changing. Yes, yeah, so I had that story last year about the lieutenant governor academic boy, or athletic awards. Everybody loved yeah. talking to me about that involved. Yeah, Reed. Like party A told me to get the answers from party B, and party B told me to go get the answers from party A. It was great. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. No, nobody knew how the winner of the award was actually selected. It, it was, you were just think, stirring the you'd pot. Th- you'd think somebody involved with the selection process would be able to comment on the selection process. Well, I, no. I, I think that uh, things have been cleaned up here, and uh, that national award uh, will be handed out May 2nd in Calgary. And uh, they're going to do some good stuff with it, though, Reed. They're going to have some leadership components, and they're going to bring the top eight athletes from across uh, the country together. And it's it's always a good As time. As they should. Yep. Well, now we have uh, now we have people requesting your reviews on golf courses. <laughs> because, uh, Westlock. Have you played Westlock? I have played Westlock. It's a nice little track, very affordable. I would highly recommend it for somebody in Edmonton to make the trip. Innisfail. Innisfail, I haven't played. It is on my list of courses to play in 2019. You can read that post uh, on the site, but it is circled on my uh, to-do list 100%. Have you played Goose Hummock? I haven't in several, several years. So you don't want to comment? I can't comment on Goose Hummock right now, but I would be happy to play it this year and review it. How do you find the? How do people find the blog here? Wildrosegolf.com. It's a great URL. Cost me millions of dollars to purchase, and uh, it's. Uh, Highly search engine optimized. Wildrosegolf.com. That's it. Evan Dom. Uh, yeah, and I like how you did the reviews because, I mean, you're not going to sit there and say, well, this I this sucks, this is good. I mean, you just kind of give a, a good overview of the course. And I, I just thought it was very, very well done. You have pictures. You gave a good sense of what the course was like because when it comes to golf, I don't necessarily want you to tell me whether or not I should play the course. I yeah. want you to tell me what the experience is. And if you're going to tell me as a 20 handicapper, say, hey, you know what? Uh, beautiful, scenic, um, probably higher handicappers would struggle. I'm going to be like, okay, I don't know if I want to go for the scenery and shoot 150. Yeah, that's you know? fair. So I like the way you did it. Oh, I appreciate that. And, and the goal is not to sort of 
have a ranking system per se where you get a certain score for your greens and those type of things and you know the other thing is I'm playing these courses at different times of the year so it's not fair to rank a course necessarily if I play it the second week of May versus playing it the first week of August when it's in prime condition so just try and capture what the experience is like like you said and uh, give a snapshot of uh, the course and Jim texting in Trestle Creek nicest course around Edmonton we played there Trestle Creek ago. is very nice was nice highly recommend yeah, that for in the Entwist Elevensburg area yeah, as well absolutely we're gonna have to swing out to uh, Siva Beach Trestle Creek Pemina Valley Cougar Creek too while you're out there that's a good one one of my favorites in the city Hurricanes beat the Capitals 2-1. That series is tied 2-2. Jets lead the Blues 2-1 with 7 minutes or 2 nothing, pardon me, 2 nothing for the Jets with 7 minutes left in the second period. That series tied 2-2. So somebody's taking the lead tonight. Golden Knights and Sharks start at 8. Golden Knights are going to try to win it in 5. Evan, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me read and let's get that grudge match with Quinn Phillips set up. <laughs> nice. Thanks to Kellen Kennedy, our studio producer this evening. The producer of Inside Sports is Dave Campbell. My name is Reed Wilkins. Have a happy Easter. We have best of shows on Friday and Monday. Take care, everybody. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.